Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Playing it safe, you're not. You're only going to be safe. Like how you play today is how tomorrow is going to end up for you. So if you take risk, the high risk you take, you get high rewards. The low mm-hmm. risk you take, you stay low. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to Making the Boss, powered by the Revolt Podcast Network. For this episode, I chat with top talent manager and mega entrepreneur, Dre London, about all of his business ventures in music, spirits, and beyond. It's a conversation all hustlers who dare to dream big and dream different will want to hear. Check it out. How you doing today? Aside from, you look busy. I feel like you're always busy. But. Yeah. <laughs> Always busy, man. A lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of work, a lot of work. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Never complain about work. Always be yeah, good work. Keep finishing a task and doing another task. Right. Okay, so let's get into it. Who exactly is Dre London? Can you share your backstory for us? Wow. Who is Dre <laughs> London? Well, first question. Um, Dre London is a guy from... Born in South London, Brixton. Um, people say all around great energy, vibe curator, results mover, get the get it done. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> necessary. Yeah. There's many more I can add on. I would say number one um thing I would say with Ray London, number one word would come to me immediately is the entrepreneur's entrepreneur. Oh, I like that. I never heard that. I like that a lot. Okay, cool. So exactly how did you get your start in the music business? Wow. Started in the UK and then moved to New York with an artist in 2000. And I was going back and forth in 2007. Um, 2007, 2008, I decided to, to move totally. And when I decided totally to move, um, that's when I went hardcore in the music scene in New York. Um, mm-hmm. I was making records with, well, not making records, but like executive producing records, helping out in the beginning of with uh, French Montana's career, and then mm-hmm. making records with him, Jada Kiss, like really like found, finding a foundation in the New York hip hop scene at that time when it just had moved from. DVDs to the internet, world star time, if that made sense. Around that yeah. time, just moving from Smack DVD and Cocaine City and all these different DVDs. That time to the internet, 
I was in the States grabbing it, absorbing yeah. as much as possible at that time. That was really my start in the music business. Um, I made a few, of course, I made a few mistakes, which is mm -hmm. what led me to where I am today. So if you don't make mistakes yesterday, you won't learn tomorrow. So right. I learned that further down in, 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 in life. But I, some of the mistakes I made when coming up was I could have just done things like, like had paperwork in order with things that I was doing and a couple of other things I was running just wild, not wild, like following my passion. And I think when you follow your passion, I don't think I know when you follow your passion, you, you learn. And mm -hmm. if you decide to learn and be smart enough, you decide you will win in the future from the things that you learned yesterday. Right, right. So what's some of the biggest mistakes that you've made along the way? Um, In the beginning, when I was working on stuff, I could have had paperwork, as I will say. I could have had, I didn't know enough about the legal side. I didn't know enough about so many things that could have had me earning money from early. Mm-hmm. So many, so many things that I could have learned from early, but sorry, like even the phone's going off. I'm always working. Okay. Sorry, but like, <laughs> okay. um, just handing the phone to my assistant. But I could have, I could have done so many things in the beginning. But it's that doesn't, that doesn't. I feel like you have to. It's like sort of like a bumper car mm -hmm. when you're you're paying to learn in life. Yeah. Things that you might be paying for in time or paying for in money. Um, if you're smart, they work out in your favor later on, but you don't believe it at the time because you're mm -hmm. around like a bumper car bumping into other cars and yeah. you don't think you could find your way. But when you really, really, really focused on achieving high, high, high end results, I, I just mm -hmm. believe in following that yellow brick road, if that makes sense. Right. Would you consider yourself kind of a daredevil? Because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are that, like they like risk. Yeah, that's all. High gonna risk, high that, Yeah, I was going to use that word risk. I definitely agree. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, I definitely. I don't. I'm not proud of it, but like, I, no, that's great. If, if I didn't, if I didn't take <laughs> risks, um, I don't think I would be where I am today. So yeah, yeah, you have to take some risks. You have to. If you don't take right. more risk, you're definitely not making it tomorrow. Yeah. And you're very safe. You're not going to achieve as much. Yeah. No, you're yeah. playing it safe. You're not. You're only going to be safe. Like how you play today is how tomorrow is going to end up for you. So if you take risk, the high risk you take, you get high rewards. The low mm -hmm. risk you take, you stay low. Right. Exactly. So what exactly attracted you to the entertainment and music business? Like why was that your passion to follow? I think because as a kid growing up, my love for music was probably so heavy. Um, I used to go on a Saturday with my mom to go and buy records. I was like DJing from like 10, 11 years old, DJing family functions, christenings, birthday parties, whatever you name it. I was mm -hmm. DJing like from a young age. So I feel like I didn't know what was happening to my life then. I didn't know that after school and like what would happen like with that passion. I didn't know that that was getting me started for what would be later, something later in my career. But 
Mm-hmm. It seems like that's what drove back in the day to make what's happened today, being able to be a successful manager, discovering a Post Malone and being able to take him from zero to hero and do so many things in the music business that we've done. Um, I definitely feel like those beginnings definitely helped shape my ear and flavor for culture today. Yeah. So your family, what's your background? What what type of well, music did you listen to? So that's a good question. I've never been asked that before in every conversation. No one's ever asked me that. So my family <laughs> is Jamaican. Uh, my grandparents moved to London, England in the Windrush era, which was in the 60s. After the Second World War, when they had the colon the colony countries come over to clean up um the mess so to speak so i grew up listening to my granddad playing old ska reggae mm. this that and then when i first could ever remember listening to music it was from reggae to hip hop like pretty quick because I don't know. I just remember buying Eric B and Rakeem records at like a young age, and like when records were seven inch, showing my mm-hmm. age a little. But when records were seven inches, <laughs> I remember being a young kid and buying seven inch records, and I was into hip hop at a very very young age. Um, also, house music because I was born in London and in Europe, house music was also predominant. So I had a mixture of cultures, and then obviously I grew also like bands like Coldplay, and that was when I got older. But like, like I grew up on a lot of culture because it's a melting pot, South London. Mm-hmm. South London's a huge, big melting pot. So it kind of mm-hmm. helped fuse me into so many different backgrounds of genres of music, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy that in all these years, no one's ever asked you that because I, I asked you that because I got a Caribbean flavor from you. Yeah, because my no family, one, no yeah. One that, like, yeah, my, my family is of Jamaican uh, background and cool. born, me born in London from them and then came after. But it's pretty crazy that no one's asked that question. Yeah, like my family's from St. Vincent, so I could kind yeah, of feel Caribbean, when yes. someone's Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> You feel out the twang. You feel, even though you hear the the London American weird act, yeah. you feel out the twang. And I see it. Yeah, I see yeah. it too. <laughs> okay, so let's get into, we definitely want to talk about your spirits. I have my bottle right here. Oh, I've okay, taken a wow. few sips. Okay, so you, you tried, you've tried it. The entrepreneur. I did. Entrepreneur side Great London. Don Laundress. I, I love tequila, so I definitely <laughs> tried it when I was doing my homework. And what was your um, first? Yeah. What was the first words that came to your mind when you tried Don Londres tequila the Blanco? What was the first thing that came to your mind? Strong, like powerful. Okay. And and smooth. <laughs> Those are like the top that's two. That's the word. Yeah. That's the word that everyone always says. First off, smooth. Like, smooth. Okay. Wow. This is smooth. Say, was that the goal? Yeah, I would say definitely. I would say it's definitely one of the smoothest tequilas in the market, mm-hmm. on the game, in the game. There's nothing smoother than it, and the quality is next level. It's, it's, it's really good. You're not just saying that. No, I'm not just saying that. Like, <laughs> we, we have a saying that we say, and it's crazy because everyone 
doesn't who doesn't even know the saying like they're like wow one taste is all it takes <laughs> one taste mm-hmm. in your turn like oh this is how tequila is meant to taste uh uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so let's talk about that like what made you want to go from music to the spirits world like what pushed you to do that i mean um music and entertainment alcohol goes so well with it as you've seen in the past but not just because of that it came from years ago when me and post had a discussion about doing wine and then we launched maison nine um Mm -hmm. 2020 which done extremely well and that's when i started learning more about the alcohol business and started i I already wanted to have my own tequila since 2018 2019 but that helped me build confidence in knowing what to do and hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker it's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Knowing that it wasn't an easy game. It was like, basically, imagine being a certain level in the entertainment business and then going back to the ground and going back to the floor to having to go and learn, deal with mm-hmm. every single thing in another business that you you can't take for granted. You can't feel like, oh, because I'm here, this is this. No, you have people want to see you put in the real groundwork in alcohol. So I had to like, took three years. We I started working on Don Londres after, well, during Mason 9 and during the launch 2020. But after that was when I really digged in to get Don Londres off the ground. And it took two and a half years to get everything wow before people could taste it. And then on the third year, about six months later, we started rolling it out February of this year. And it's available in California, Florida, New York, New Jersey, New Mexico, Chicago, and Texas. There's other places it pops up because Uh people have it and there's a great demand for it because like I told you, one taste is all it takes and the word of mouth has been incredible and the yeah. response has been incredible and we're trying to get to as many people as possible but this business you have to build steady it's total different it's not like the internet of music um our website will be launching in the next month or so and people will be able to get okay. more states online but yeah. apart from that it's it's in so many total wine and moors across the country and so many different places that it can be found. Don Londres is definitely moving and I'm very proud of it and I'm excited because when you've worked with artists and you've worked in entertainment, you've worked on other people's careers for so long, um, it's nice to 
be able to get out something from your own passion. That's something that you're passionate about, something that you right. feel a lot about. It's great to be able to do that at the same time as well as building and working on others' careers at the same time. Right, because it's for you. It's yours. Yeah, it's your little baby, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so were you nervous or scared at all when you decided that you wanted to start and do this new venture? It's or? crazy because I wasn't. I was as excited as I I was probably even more excited. This felt like I had the same feelings as this as when I discovered Post Malone. Like I felt the same. Really? I felt the same. Yeah, because I know that we have the best liquid in the world. It's liquid gold. Like our Blanco, our Reposado, our Anejo, which will be out. Anejo probably the end of the summer. The Reposado, midsummer, July, August. Um, it'll be out. But when you strike gold at something, you just know and you feel it. You have a gut feeling. And I know no matter what, the taste will have people always coming back again and again. It's going to build a loyal customer base. The type of drink it is. It's, for, it's when everyone... At, at first, I was like, all these people coming out with tequilas and coming out with all these celebrity alcohols. And this is not a celebrity alcohol. This is a manager of a celebrity's alcohol. But all these different people coming out with celebrity alcohols, I was like, what the? Then I started looking at the taste. Most of it is just like some a white-labeled company where they've just gone and get the tequila, put their face to it, and then think it's going to work. It doesn't work like that. Like You have to put a lot of groundwork in. And the number one thing it comes back to is taste, 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 and then the look. We have a great look. We're winning awards left, right, and center. It's it's been it's blown me away how many awards we've won in the last nine months. Probably like 10, 11, 11 awards wow. in nine months. Um, we've won awards for best bottle. We've won awards for the best box and packaging. And this is just the Blanco. It steps up when you get the Reposado in an air. <laughs> We're already doing these things. We just won a double gold at the SIP um, awards. And that's what I really wanted to do and get game because this is the best sipping tequila in the world. So with all of this stuff, I just felt like, let's build this properly. Let's get real recognition from the industry that this isn't just some quick fix here this is a long-term goal people that look like me has never been in this position before in this business there's people that where i've come from we've never had a chance to be in this kind of a position before and i'm trying to change for the next generation for the next dre london or the next person that looks like me that wants to be able to enter the space and enter in these spaces like when you look back and you look at alcohol jim bean jack daniels all, mm-hmm. all these people's names, we don't know these guys. These guys were like right. 100 years ago making these this alcohol. They've been around from since the, there wasn't alcohol even allowed since the Obama. Right. Since the Obama prohibition. 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 Yeah, yeah. Since prohibition yeah. time. Like, so it's like all these guys made it from them times and I'm meeting families that own liquor stores for over 80 years, passed down from generation to generation, distributors yeah. that's been in the business for over 100 years, their families. like. So now I feel like I want to be able, I don't feel like I'm doing this for a bigger purpose, bigger than me. Like my kids' kids' kids like should be able to live off of what we're doing today and mm-hmm. what we're doing in changing 
the world today, changing what it used to look like yesterday. So I want, I'm, I'm a part of that. I'm a part of, this is more than just a tequila. This is bigger. This is more about legacy. This is about generation changing. This is about the real why. This is the real why mm-hmm. behind it. And, and it just so happened that I happened to be a good tastemaker. So put my hand in tastemaking some of the best music and the best artists in the world and the best number one yeah. that have biggest records in the world. And now I'm tastemaking and moving on. And while same time working music, tastemaking and becoming a tastemaker of literally tequila. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, what's been a big hurdle as, you know, a black man in such a space that doesn't have many, you know, black people in it? Um, It's crazy because um, when you walk in the room, immediately it's like, okay. Let me hear what this guy's got to say. And it changes when I open my mouth and I tell people the the why and the reason behind it and the lengths I've gone to and the story with the brand. This is a brand with story. This mm-hmm. isn't just someone that came together to make it. When I explain how it came together, the story, when I explain the whole, or people go and look in the background and see who I've partnered with who the distiller is, Francisco Gonzalez, where he's come from, how it's been in their family since 1905, luxury meets heritage meets culture. Like when people come across all these things together, they're like, okay, now this starts to make sense. And it it, it has people wanting to move and to make moves. But you're right. In the beginning, people's like, oh, what is this? Like some other guy, I'm not a celebrity. I don't treat... I don't act like a celebrity. I don't feel like I move like a businessman and an entrepreneur. But people sometimes look at that as, you know, a famous entrepreneur or a guy who's done something. People know of him as that person. But for me, I'm on the ground, boots up, strapping, lacing up, ready to go as as if it was the last thing I had in life to work on, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what it's going to take to build this and get it worldwide. But we're already making a lot of noise and I'm just loving it. It's 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 hard walking into the room. The biggest thing that I've seen is that oh, what I love after I've seen the, okay, he's black. Okay, he's got his own alcohol. The next thing I see is the change in the face when they taste. As soon as they taste liquid gold, they look, oh, this guy is smart. Like, <laughs> It's hard to explain it. I can't even explain the look. It's like, oh, wow. He knows what he's doing. He has something. Like, it's yeah. hard. It's like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Like, it's an ultimate yeah. change because everyone's, there's too many, too much going on in the alcohol space right now. People just think that mm-hmm. celebs are just coming in and anyone's just trying to do some white label stuff. But the biggest thing to me that changes is when they see and taste it and see that, oh, this guy's actually done a lot of his homework. The smile and the the U-turn mm-hmm. gives me so much satisfaction. But also shows me this, this, that the business has been run by um, a lot of people for years and the shift is changing and like their sons are taking over and their next generation's taking over the other family. And like we're in a transitional space with alcohol. And I'm happy and excited to be a part of it. 
Can you tell me like the step-by-step process it would take for someone who did want to do a tequila like you did? Like what exactly did you do? Oh my God, that's the step-by-step <laughs> of doing your own tequilas. Uh, I, I don't think there's a step-by-step because everyone has uh-huh. a different, but my step-by-step was a long process because we own the liquid. It's not like the liquids in barrels for Reposado. The liquid is in barrels for Anejo, like Mm -hmm. the whole process is a weighted game and there's just a lot to it going from the agave plant grow that takes five six years to grow then you have to take it from the agave plant and go through each person or distiller has their different process of the way they do it so like it's a it's a long process and it's not fast but as i said a lot of people have liquid sitting around and they're just piece it together and just say, hey, this is my brand, blah, 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 come and taste it. And it's not that simple. It's it's a long process. My process took three years, but I mean, everyone's process is different. And you have to yeah. get tequila from Mexico only, um, from mostly Jalisco and different parts around the tequila area. So it's not, there's no quick way that I can explain to you and say, hey, this is the process of doing your own tequila brand. It doesn't, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, everyone has a different process to how they got their business yeah. started. Where do you see your brand in the next 10 years? Good question. So I see the brand in the next 10 years influencing modern culture. I see the cultural revolution and acceptance of a brand like this for the first time. I see from mid-level luxury, mid-hard-working class to high-end enjoying Don Londres. And I see it being one of the premium tequilas out there. Also, I feel like it will... Uh-huh. We will be the next change in the entertainment liquor space. Okay. No, we're, we're looking at it on a 10-year. We're not looking at it like just tomorrow. We're looking at this on long term. I'm not looking at this. Like, I'm looking at five-year plans. So when you say 10 years, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the double five. So it's like, that's where I see us yeah. in that time in the next 10 years. And yes, I'm not... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Doing this to sell out or, like, run and, oh, we're in this for some short haul. No, that's why I said all these families have been in this for 100 years, mm-hmm. 80 years, this, that. Why can't my family still have Don Londres as a main thing? in the next 50 years, next 100 years. That's how I'm looking. So that was a good question. Cool. Thank you. So let's talk about your other businesses, because I know you have other ones that you do want to get into. (laughs) I know you have a lot, um, but let's talk about, let's see, what do you want to talk about? Is there anything else you want to highlight? Because I know you also do investments in like Aspiration, I know you still have the Mason 9, um, the Ox Live. All of these are like yeah, great there's, things there's, that you yeah, also dabble in. We have the streaming company. We have um, 
it's there's just so much going on. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. I'm not I'm not um one. To, I'm so humble when it comes to do with describing my business and stuff. Like mm-hmm. from that, from real estate to like, there's just I'm I'm hands-on entrepreneur in so many different things. But the main things right now to me are the music, with mm-hmm. post, and don't long dress. They're the two okay. main things, like, right now. I mean, of course, I have the top five. I have all these other stuff going on. I have film and television stuff I'm doing. I have, there's so many moving pieces at once. It's unbelievable. But mm-hmm. right now, I'm concentrating on the top three and just keeping the top three moving. And then the other seven always change in their positions, you know. I call it the top ten of different things that entrepreneurs are doing. Some people have seven streams. I have ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you? What's what stops you from feeling so overwhelmed since you have? Wow, so much what's, going that's on? a great question. I think the one thing that stops me from being overwhelmed is knowing that, and this goes to anyone who's who's like thinking, how can I try and be an entrepreneur and try and do so many things? I feel like it's. It's very important to know that time is the master mm-hmm. and you're in control of it. You don't control time because the clock ticks no matter what. When I say you're in control of it, you're in control of your 24 hours a day. So you have to figure out on what days, which is more important, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. fulfill a piece here, fulfill a piece there, fulfill a piece here, fulfill. Have, have a teams that are working on different things at the same time that coincide with the, with with all together. So like everything clicks, if that makes sense. Like nothing doesn't interlink. There's nothing that I yeah. do that doesn't interlink together. So I feel like you just move them around from top 10, if that makes sense, If you or top five. If you always look at the top five and don't worry yourself with the other five, because the other five, they're, they're moving on their own time. And of course, you have to check in to make sure and press them and press to make sure that they're also getting done. But at the same time, the top five things you stay consistent on, the other five are going to move around their position, if that makes sense. And some might enter the top five at the time because they become more important at the time, if that makes sense. Like I might have a permit or something that yeah. I'm working on. I need a permit. The permits now come for the building now. Okay, that becomes more important this week to make sure that we hand in all the information to get that back. Okay, that moves on now. That's handed over there. That comes back at another stage. All these different things are at a different stage. Nothing's at the same pace, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's just how I handle it. Like I handle it with that one saying, time is the master. And if you wake up and get things, a certain amount of things done daily, everything's going to keep moving. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because priorities change. Priorities change and you just figure out through the priority change and have a good team Mm -hmm. and have a good team around you. So my last question to you would be, what is your definition of a boss? Because I didn't know that you also did real estate. No, that's probably, you're probably the first to ever hear that. That just slipped out. I don't even talk about it. <laughs> that just slipped out. You'll you'll know more about that in the future. Like I'm really, really like I don't play around. I've been doing that for years. So like you'll know about that. Oh, wow. I have some exciting projects that I'm gonna let the public know about because they're they're gonna be public knowledge once by the time I'm done. So like I've been working for 
so as I said, some of these things take time. And when you want to do big yeah. things, it takes time to set out. So what's your question? Yeah. The boss? Well, what's my okay, definition? so, yeah. What's your definition of a boss? But before you answer that, just know that yeah. I'm also a sports and entertainment realtor here in L.A. So if you ever need help, I got oh, you. Oh, wow. Yes. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so yeah. the, my definition of a boss is one who makes sure that everybody eats. The definition of a mm-hmm. boss is one that makes sure everyone around him is inspired. My definition of a boss is making sure that everyone around them feels the need to continue for the bigger plan. The definition of a boss is making sure your family is eating and being able to have food on their table. The definition of a boss is inspiring every single person around you to be better every day. I love that. Thank you, Dre. That was great. Yeah, that was yeah one of the best answers because I asked that a lot. <laughs> I just fought by it. The more I kept saying it, that's the definition of a boss to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Dre. Thank you, I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. I'm going to drink some more of this <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. When I got the package, I'm like, wow, this box is really nice. And then when I opened it and I saw the bottle, I'm like, okay, this is, like, really, really no, nice. It's sophistication, this class. And what I wanted people to know and, like, I wanted people to see is that when you look at this bottle, when you look at this box, you don't know where it came from. You don't know. It came from an artistic mind. It came from art, from the bottle, from the cap to the liquid. It all came from mm-hmm. art. And that's what I wanted people to know. Like when you walk into a store, you ain't thinking whether it was made by someone that was black, white, Indian, or Chinese. You're just looking at it and saying, wow, I'm attracted. Then you get that taste, mm-hmm. psh, attraction again. So for yeah. me, that was the most important thing to pull off. And some some people have told me to go into these design awards and stuff that I didn't even know existed. I mean, I know they existed, but. I don't look at myself as that type of a person. I'm an entrepreneur. I, I look at the creative side, but now people are like trying to like really push me to get into that creative side more. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to start yeah. putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Like, it's great that you're humble, but it's okay to talk about, you know, everything that you do too. So don't be too humble. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your time and thank you, man. That was good. No problem. Thanks for chatting thank with you. me. Thank you. Thank you. Back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Making the Boss. Trust me, there's a lot more where that came from, so be sure to keep it locked for more shows coming soon. But in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at Aisha Thorpe and on IG at beauty underscore marked. That's M-A-R-K-E-D 92. Talk soon, my bosses and bosses in the making. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases 
So exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Pam offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.